welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Abby. I have Kelsey Valletta, my beautiful cousin here with us today. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, Kelsey has a podcast too called Find Your Sexy. And I actually was on it. So this is like, we do a little podcast yes. trade-off here. <laughs> yes. So why don't you introduce yourself, Kelsey? Let everybody know what you do. Where yeah. You're at. Yeah. So I am a self-love and sexy coach. And usually when people hear that, they're like, what does that mean? A self-love and sexy coach. Well, I help, I help coach women to embrace who they authentically are so they can walk through life feeling sexier in their own skin and before you know any other work is done self-love has to come first so we do work with a lot of self-love exercises I do one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching programs and like you mentioned I have my podcast find your sexy which is super fun I have guests on there and solo episodes and we talk all about you know finding your sexy in life, what we think sexy really means, how it's changed throughout our life and talk about all things sexuality. So that's kind of my little world that I live in. Ooh, yeah. Can you guys tell we're cousins stepping up yeah. into our authenticity? I'm like, we're, it's so funny because we're like as adults kind of like coming into the same field and doing. Yeah, I think about that all the time. It's like, I feel like as kids, you and I were pretty close. Like, I mean, even though you had sisters, I didn't have any sisters, obviously, you know that. And whenever I would see you, because we used to see each other like every summer Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you and I are the same age. So I kind of felt like we were super close and then, you know, you get older and, uh, we live on opposite sides of the country. So we didn't see each other as much. And it's kind of cool how we've gotten older. Like, you know, you just turned 30. I'm about to turn 30 this year. Like we're really kind of on similar paths and like, it's so awesome to, be able to like have someone who I know and love, like, you know what I mean? To like walk this like similar path with, because it's no one else in our family is really doing anything like this. So it's awesome. Like, I love being able to reach out to you and be like, Abby, help. <laughs> like, help. Yeah, what's no, going okay. on? Like, cause you're, you're a little ahead on the path than me. So it's like, I, yeah, it's, it's so cool. I think about that sometimes. Like, it's so cool. Abby and I are both like on this similar journey. I know. And it's so cool just to have someone to even talk to about it. Like, and I, you know, I find that with all the women I work with, it's just nice to be like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Oh my gosh. Yes. Has experienced that or feels that way or who has launched something and had it go blah. Right. <laughs> like, no. It's so nice to know that we're not alone in that stuff. Uh huh. Absolutely. It makes such a big difference. It does. I know. And it's been, it's been cool to have you reach out to me too. Cause like you said, I have owned a business a bit longer than you have. I mean, I know me crazy longer, but a bit longer. But, than yeah. You Um, and so it's cool to be able to like, kind of go back and forth and chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So why don't you tell everybody, fill everybody in on what's going on, kind of where you're stuck, what you need help with. Yeah. So, okay. I'll try to keep it as concise as possible, but I am in the beginning stages of starting my business. So I always kind of knew I wanted to have a business. Wasn't really sure what it was supposed to be, but I knew that I was called to have something that, you know, I was, I was doing for other people. So in 2019, I just felt this calling to start a podcast. 
no idea why. I knew no one who had a podcast. I barely even listened to podcasts at that point, but I was like, I'm starting a podcast. So I started my podcast and was still searching for what my like greater purpose was. You know, meanwhile, I have a full-time job that I work in retail management, paying the bills and everything. And it was through my podcast and conversations with my podcast guests that I realized this like common theme of feeling sexy kept coming up. And I realized like that, like a light bulb went off. I'm like, okay, women have a hard time feeling sexy in their own skin or feeling like they have to live up to society's standards of what a sexy woman is. I, I want to help with this. Like, this is what, what I need to be doing. So last year, which was a wild year for everyone, <laughs> um, you know, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to, to still have my job, but it also gave me a lot of space to really start building my business. So I kind of just dove in. I went and got my life coaching certification, um, signed up for a mastermind group coaching program, all about starting and scaling your own small business. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a self-love and sexy coach. Like this is what I have been waiting all this time for. So registered my LLC at the end of last year and I'm really just in the beginning, the beginning stages. I just last month launched my first group coaching program, which of course you and I talked about, and I didn't end up having the outcome I wanted from that program, but I learned a lot. So now I'm at this point where, you know, like any entrepreneur, it is my goal to have my business be my business and my, my sole job where I'm spending all my time and to eventually be able to walk away from my, my full-time job. Um, but it's like, you know, I'm getting impatient at what point do I start making the money? And, um, you know, you put in a lot of hours of work, which is great. You know, I have no problem working hard and hustling, you know, basically when I'm not at my full-time job, I'm working on my podcast, I'm working on coaching stuff. Um, but I'm kind of at this point right now where I just, I'm trying to figure out what the next step is that's going to have the greatest impact and keep me moving forward in building my business because, you know, giving up is not an option. I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. It's going to happen one day. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what the next best step is going to be. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at right now. Totally, totally. And it's like, you know, you put out this group program, didn't really happen, which we've all been there. I have yep. and you're frustrated. It's like, and she said this to me before we hit record. She's like, well, I just figured the people would come, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's a mistake that business owners make. We're just like, oh, I'm gonna put this thing out and it's gonna book. It's like no big deal. Cause it's like I know my value. It's like I know that like anyone who signs up for my group coaching program, anyone who works with me like you are going to discover this level of self-love that is going to make you feel more confident than you've ever been in your life. Like I wholeheartedly believe that. So I'm like, obviously like, this is amazing. This is so valuable, but it's like, you know, I know that it doesn't mean that everyone else knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes down to, and we talked about this little, again, a little bit before we hit record, like you're new, right? You're new. At yeah. You don't have a strong email list yet. You're just getting set up. So um, your audience isn't really primed to start buying left and right. Like we yes. see some of these coaches on Instagram who they put yes. out one thing and it books in like a day. And we're like, Oh 
come on really yeah must be nice (laughs) (laughs) must be nice but they started where we are too right totally exactly in your shoes and they've had many programs that didn't fill exactly that's what I try to remind myself yeah so what do you think you're looking for this next step you're kind of looking for like well what's the next step that's going to take me to where I want to go but where is it that you think you want to go like what is Kelsey, five years from now, what is your business going to look like? And like, no strings attached. Like, like, don't think about, oh, if this works out or if the money or if that, like, if everything was in your favor, what would it look like? Is it like retreat, Um, coaching in groups? Yeah. All of it. Yeah. I, I have a pretty clear vision on like what I see Find Your Sexy becoming. Um, Obviously it's, you know, it's still mainly a coaching business. I, you know, it's interesting in a way because I always thought that group coaching is where I would thrive. And and, and who knows, because, you know, I just had, you know, one failed attempt of launching my first ever group coaching program. It doesn't mean that it won't thrive in the future, but I do see me helping women one-on-one, but also having these group coaching programs. And that's so important to me because being a part of group coaching programs in the past, I've experienced firsthand the value that it brings going through this program with other women who are like on a similar path, but in their own way of getting, you know, to, to where they're going. And so that's really, really important to me. I want to have group coaching programs. I would love to see a live event happening, like a live find your sexy event. I would have products. I've already designed t-shirts. I want to have affirmation cards. I have these, these a little mini product line. I have a book. Like I've already started slowly writing a book. You're writing a book? Yes. I ha- okay. I have told like two people that. So what? Because I'm trying to just. I'm trying not to like put out too much. You know. I'm trying yeah. to just like stay humble and just keep working. And that's something I've always wanted to do is is publish a book. So if, when you're talking five years from now, that's what's happening. I'm having group coaching programs. You know, I'm still having some one-on-one. I have my book. We have, we have, we have events. We have speaking events. It's just, we have products. Like that is what I see for Find Your Sexy. Yeah. So I, I totally feel you. I see you're seeing like this full company where you're doing all these different things under this umbrella, but I don't actually hear in what you're telling me too much about being just like a one-on-one coach. Like you don't want to fill your schedule up with one-on-one coaching sessions. I, maybe it's because I haven't been doing like, maybe it's because I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. And I would love, I would love to still work with clients one-on-one because we can really go deeper, right? Like that's where the, the work is really going to happen on that next level. And those changes will really be made if we can go deep one-on-one. So I absolutely would always love to work with clients one-on-one. But what um, I'm hearing is you don't want to be like taking 12 one-on-ones a week. You want to be doing some retreats, yes. writing a book, speaking, like you kind of want to be helping people on a different level. And of course you will probably still have one-on-ones yes. and groups. Um, but you don't just want to fill your schedule with one-on-ones and call it. No. And I vote. And of course I also have my podcast. I didn't put that in there, which was weird. I don't know how I missed that, but yes. And that's kind of how I am. Like I've always been this person that wants to be doing different things. Like even if it's all related, right. To, to find your sexy in my business, I want to be doing the work in different ways. Mm -hmm. I feel like creatively too, that kind of just is how I express myself. 
Yeah. You want to experiment with different things and yeah. call everybody in with her human design. Cause we've not gotten into that. You are a one yes. three sacral generator and one threes. They all find me. You all find me no matter where you are. <laughs> Well, I've known you my whole life. So you've known me my whole life, but like they literally just blocked me one threes. And it's like one threes learn by doing. You learn what's going to work in a launch by launching and having it fail. Like you actually learn through trial and error. You're our kids who will say to you, don't touch the stove, don't touch the stove. And you're like, I got to touch it. I'm going to touch it. I want to know. And it's when you burn yourself that you're like, oh, I get it. The stove is hot. Um, I love one threes for that way. You have to try a lot of things. You have to experiment with like, you're here to date a lot of people, to have a lot of jobs, to, to have a lot of facets of your business, right? You're not here to kind of just do one thing and stick with it and never veer from that path. You're here to experiment, to try. Um, and my coach Crystal always says business is a third line. It is a third line experience. So you are a one three, you are, you have that third line, but business in its own right, is just a trial and error. You have to try things. You have to just put things out there, see how they go. You know, the one thing I did hear you say that I want to talk about was you kind of said, you said about everything you wanted. And then you were like, Oh, but I don't talk about too much of that because I'm trying to stay humble. Well, and- not like like not like in other people's eyes, like with myself, I guess I'll clarify. Like I'm trying to, um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's almost like it's more exciting to me if I'm not talking about it all the time with other, with other people, right? Like, because it's not out there in existence yet. If I go around telling everyone I know, because I'm a talker, right? Like literally everyone, like my friends here, everyone I work with, like, I just never shut up. I'll just like, everyone knows what I'm about to do. Like I could never change my hair or like go get a tattoo without telling everybody, like, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, it's just how I am. So I don't know. It feels so special to me and something that feels so important to me that I purposefully don't want to talk about it until it happens. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's how I feel. Like And I think maybe it's because it's been a dream of mine for a lot of my life. Like I'm going to publish a book one day. It just feels so special that I would rather kind of keep it to myself and just keep working on it. And I can talk about these other things I'm doing. Yeah, obviously it's not like a huge secret. I'm talking about it now, but I just mean in day-to-day life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not like, whenever I hear that, like there was almost this element of like, oh, well, I'm like trying to keep my shine a little down. Right. No, I promise you girl. No, (laughs) no, no, never. No, we're shining. We're out here shining bright. (laughs) I love that. I know. And you definitely are someone who really like shines your light and, and shows up in that way. Um, and you have, which I was just speaking at your chart again, you have the channel of the alpha, I also have this channel in human design and we're like natural born leaders, right? Like we are natural leaders. People just put us in leadership positions. We don't even really need to be asked. Like when we're in a group of friends Mm -hmm. or like I say this, I've been a bridesmaid a million times. Somehow I always get to be the one who's like in charge. Like I'm like, somehow I always get elected to be in charge of the group. And now that I've learned about human design, I'm like, oh, this makes perfect sense. This makes sense. Yeah. The alpha, right? Right. Um, so you have this very much leadership energy and I could, so, and I kind of see the same thing for my business. And I could so see this for you as well. Of I always say that I want to do, I want to keep up with the coaching, but I see books, I see speaking, like I want to be Brene Brown, man. And I'm, yeah. my coaching is just going to be like accessory for, for those who kind of want to step in and get some. Yeah. Help. 
Yeah, exactly. I can totally see this vision for you. Um, and I agree so much with what you said about like groups and, and working. I, I also like working with groups and I also like being in groups because there's such a value in seeing, wow, Mm -hmm. other people, she's been doing this 10 years and she feels exactly the same way as I do. Exactly. And you can learn so much from hearing them talk about their experiences. Like, even if it's not something you've dealt with, you can learn so much being in that group setting. Exactly. And, and just the relationships you make, like, you know, I mentioned the mentorship group that I joined last year with all of us are female entrepreneurs. Most of us are in the same boat where we still have another job. We're building our business, or maybe some people are at the beginning, beginning stages of having their business be their full-time job. And it's, you know, all virtual we're meeting online on zoom and none of these people, I think I had met in real life when we went through this program and a few of them live in the Phoenix area as well. And recently I've gotten to meet a couple of them in real life, IRL, as they say. And it's so awesome that I feel this connection with this woman who I have never met in real life. We meet and it's like immediately it's like, we're soul sisters. It's like, we understand each other and we're like, let's go get lunch. Like, let's, how can I help you? How can I support you? How can we like keep each other inspired? Like what, what can we do? And there's nothing like that. Like that, that to me is like, was worth every penny right there of what I paid for the program. Like not even including all the amazing business advice and strategy and everything I learned on that end, you know? So yeah, it's just so special. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. I actually, it's funny that you said that. Cause I was literally just thinking this this morning that at this current point in time, some of my closest friends are people I've never met in real life. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's like, that's like, like that is like the world we're living in now, 2021. Like imagine 15 years ago, you'd be like, that's crazy. What do you mean? Like you've never met your friends in real life. <laughs> so weird. No. And I think 2020 was almost a blessing in that way of like, it, and even you and I have connected way more this year than we ever did the last 30 years of our life yeah. because like everything has gone virtual. It's just, mm-hmm. it shifted in a way where it's less weird and it's more regular. It's like, Hey, let's yeah. call and chat. And yeah, and I know totally, which thank yeah. God. Cause we have podcasts that rely on that now. So it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's so, it's so interesting how it shifted and how it's kind of worked even in our favor for a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just saying the same thing to some, um, well, not to someone, to myself in my head this morning yeah. about how like- You're someone, you're someone. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like I have these friends who like I've never actually met. Like I have a friend, um, Heather, who came on the podcast and we were talking one day and she was like, oh, I only date tall guys. And I was like, wait, are you tall? Like I actually have no idea if you're tall or not. Like I have no clue. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And hopefully you'll get to meet her one day and you're gonna be like, oh my God, this is what like you look like. <laughs> She goes, uh, actually, no, I'm really short, but I just like tall guys. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that's true. Cause you just see people sitting down. You can't really tell anything about that. You see yeah. their torso up. We host events together, right? Like I, but I had no idea. I'm like, how, why would I yeah. do that? That's hysterical. It was just so funny. Like just such a year that we've had. Oh my God. things. So where you're at right now, right? You've got this big dream. I absolutely love this. What do you think is like a small, easy step that you could take to get you in the right direction? I love that question so much. Um, 
I think for me, I want to say like what comes to my mind is kind of two separate things, which we've sort of talked about, you know, in the past, but the first one would be just booking one, like my first one-on-one client right now. I don't know how easy quote unquote easy, you know, that, that is, I guess. Um, but the next one would be building my email list. And I know I, I had explained this to you when I launched my group coaching program, I learned so much. And one of the biggest things I learned was the importance of an email list. And I hadn't really prioritized building my email list before that launch. So now I feel like I need to prioritize that. So I have more people who, you know, are on my list and can find out about my offers and I can just connect with, right. And start to build a better relationship with, and just work toward booking at least that first one-on-one client. I feel like those are the first two steps that yeah. I can easily take. And very manageable steps, which I, yeah. which I also love about like, you know, cause it's a lot of times we have our head and like, okay, I want to write a book and run retreats. It's like, exactly it's overwhelming to think about what's next. So it's like, okay, well, but well, like what baby step is going to get me there? Cause I can't do all this overnight. So, exactly. And I think a lot of times people get so overwhelmed with this big goal that it's like they freeze and they end up doing nothing because it's like, it's too much. Well, and that's like, I have a mentor who always says like, um, of course, I'm not going to say it how she says it, but she says something along the lines of like, you're not meant to see the big picture yet. Like you're not, you're not meant to see all the things that can happen because then it might scare you into <laughs> thinking that like, you can't make it happen. Like you're only, like, you're only going to be shown like the next step ahead of you when it's right because you're able to tackle that and you'll get to that big picture, but don't let it scare you. That's why you can't see it yet. So you don't get scared and which, which I love. Right. And it's like, of course I have this vision that I just described to you and I can see it 100%, but I have to actively remind myself, like, don't let it scare you. Don't let it scare you. Like what's you, you can't get any of that without making some, just make a dollar, <laughs> make a dollar from some client first. Like that needs to be the first step. Totally. 100%. And like, actually my absolute favorite reminder, have you seen frozen two yet? Oh yeah. I, of I, course. I know a lot of normal adults <laughs> without children don't watch kids movies, but I do. I see and all the Disney movies. <laughs> they said, I, yeah, like I a hundred percent do, but I always like to check with people before. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, like they say that whole thing around, like just taking, like doing the next right thing, like doing the, taking that next step. Like, and yeah. so much of that movie ties into what I do with my clients, like on such a deep level of like, well, just, you just need to take that one next step, right? You just need to do the next right thing. The next best thing that you can and not worry about the big picture. Yeah. So overwhelming as we get. Yeah, exactly. So two different ways. I either want to dive into these or I want to, let's talk about this first. Okay. So you're a generator in human design and you, do you know much about human design? Only from what you've, only from what you've shared with me. Okay. And when you shared it with me, I was like, holy shit, that feels like that's me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So you're a generator in human design and you have sacral authority. And so what this basically means is as a generator, you have the sacral center in human design. You have it defined. Generators and manifesting generators, you have this energy center defined. It is consistent for you. You have consistent access to this energy. The rest of us types, we don't have consistent access to this energy. So manifestors, projectors, reflectors, we don't have consistent as consistent of access to this energy. I like 
to explain it like I used to explain it like a battery, but more and more I've been explaining it like a wood stove. It's this it's this wood stove you've got within you. And whatever you're doing, you have to get the fire going. So it has to be something that lights your fire, that gets you going, right? That actually lights you up. And once that fire is burning, it gives you all of the energy you need to do all of the things. Yeah. As a generator, especially with sacral authority, you have this amazing ability to check in with the sacral center at any time because it's what's helping you tell you what's right for you and what's wrong for you. You guys are constantly responding and the, the response comes from this center. It's a, it's a gut response. It's very in the body. So when something is right for you, like if a client comes wrong, that was right for you and was a good fit, you, you might feel it in your body. No one else can see me, but you can like opening up, right? You feel this like open, expansive, like, yes. Or even if you're just picking out what you want for dinner, you're going to be like, yes, pizza. <laughs> I want pizza. It feels so good in your body. But when something's not meant for you, the sacral center will actually close off and it will like, ugh. like if someone reaches out to you and it's like, Hey, Kelsey, like when you said your boss asked you to work today, right? You're yeah. probably like, no, definitely no. Right. The body tells you yes or no. I want to, I don't want to. Do I want to eat pizza or do I want to eat salad? The gut center is always there to tell you, but we oftentimes are conditioned from listening to it. We oftentimes don't trust in it. We don't trust in this, this gut instinct that really is there to tell us, yeah, it's good for you, Kyle. Yeah. No, it's no good for you. And when you don't listen to it, like if something really isn't right for you or really doesn't feel good to you and you say yes anyway, and I know you're a little bit of a people pleaser, and when you say yes to something, you sometimes will get physically ill, stomach sick in the gut because you're committing to something that you're like, oh, I really didn't want to do this. I don't know why I told her I would do this. Now I'm here and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to be here. Um, is that experience resonate with you? Have you felt that? Um, totally in my past, for sure. Like, I feel like I've gotten a lot better over the past year, especially this past six months. Yeah. But you're in the coaching world now yeah. yes yes like 100% um you know especially as I've been a lot more firm and like creating boundaries I just have to say when you were explaining that like this like thing went off in my brain because you know whenever the new year comes I don't make new year's resolutions but I always choose a word mm-hmm. I've done this for the past like five years and for some reason like this is just what came to me at for the new year this year, I was like, my word is happy. Like I'm not doing anything that doesn't make me happy. I'm eating the foods that make me happy. I'm literally like seeing people that make me happy, doing activities that make me happy. And it's funny because like my friends will tell you, like if I will eat food and and I'll like start dancing, like, and I'll, I'll make like a moment out of it. I'll start making noises. And I'm just like, Oh, I like this. And it's so interesting that like, to me, I feel like that was me committing to that sacral energy of like, it, it's going to set my soul on fire. I'm only doing anything and committing to what sets my soul on fire, whether that's like the activities, the people, the food, all of it. So it, like, that's so amazing that I feel like subconsciously, that's kind of what I was connecting into. Oh, I'm sure a hundred percent. You don't need the information to be connected to it. Right. So yeah. getting that little bit of information is like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. 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 And- yeah. 
typically when I say that to generators, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I totally know what that is. And yeah. a lot of, a lot of you will even get stomach sick. If you mm-hmm. say yes to something that isn't meant for you. Like if you say yes to something that your body was going no, and you did it anyway, a lot of times you'll feel that really viscerally, like really in the body. Um, so connecting with that sacral center as you move through your business and as you make decisions is going to be key for you because not every it's when we first start a business, it's so tempting to take every opportunity, every client who comes our way, every collaboration who comes our way, every coaching program that comes our way. Right. So it's checking in with that sacral center of like, does this actually light me up? Does it actually set my soul on fire? It sounds like already over the last year, as you've been trusting that you're seeing how it's changing your life, how it's changing your business, how it's changing everything around you. Yeah. Um, and I think people are so conditioned out of listening to that. I obviously don't have the sacral center. I'm not a generator. So I can't, <laughs> I can't like on a personal level really connect with it. But um, I think so many people have just like learned that it, they shouldn't listen to that. If, you know, they, they rather kind of fall into this land of like, well, does it make sense? Like they get into their head and they're swirling around in their headspace of, well, what would everybody think? And I should, I should ask everybody for their opinion when it's like your gut knew all along what it wanted to do. Yeah. So learn to trust For sure. 100%. Well, I'm glad we talked about this. Now that this is out of the way, I want to talk about these two things that are your like major steps to get you in the right direction. Because I think these are two awesome ones to focus on. It's just like, let's sign that first client, right? Yeah. And that's going to help you feel a lot more confident to sign the second client and the third client. Mm-hmm. And then the um, what this one client, how are they feeling? So how would somebody who would potentially come to you and work with you and be a really good fit? How are they feeling currently? I love this question again. Um, This woman is feeling like she wants to feel more confident, but she doesn't know how. She's feeling like she has a hard time accepting and loving her body just the way it is now. Hates her body. Mm -hmm. She maybe doesn't feel worthy of the things that she desires, whether that's you know, um, jobs or relationships. Um, she doesn't view herself as sexy. You know, she has a special or not special. She has a certain relationship with the word sexy that maybe it feels uncomfortable to her. Yeah. Maybe it even makes her cringe. Like, yeah. When she hears I'm a sexy coach, like, Ooh, um, yeah. Those are, yeah, yeah. Those are kind of the main things that I feel like this woman is feeling. Yeah. So I want to dive into this a little bit deeper because I know we, we talked about this briefly, like on Instagram the other day of like really helping you understand how to speak to people, you know, because, and I, your marketing is beautiful. It's like, not, I'm not saying anything about your marketing is beautiful. You do such a good job. I'm always amazed by you. Thank you. Thank you. I, in the beginning, I'm like, she has to be a Manny Gen. And when we pulled your chart, like, of course you're a generator, but I was like, she must be a Manny Gen. <laughs> Keep up with your marketing really beautifully. Thank you. But it was always this piece. And I work with this on people a lot of like, you can say, Hey, I'm a confidence and self-love coach. And that doesn't really resonate with people. People don't really know what that means. Like, they're like, okay, why would I need that? What's a self-love coach? What's self-love, right? Mm-hmm. But 
Ooh, I, I work with women who hate their body. Like women who hate their body are going to be like, Oh, I know what that means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into this. Cause I want to help you for like, when you re-listen to help you write some copy and really like grab that first client. Yeah, and you I'm can grab, just, I'm grabbing a pen and paper right now. Me <laughs> bringing in her notebook. Like this, I have to write everything down all the time. Yeah, totally fine. You would not be the first podcaster to see. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else would we say about this woman? So, what's the thing that? And okay, I'm gonna take this. This is my coach Laura Wick from Body Mind Coaching. Used to always say this: when you're trying to target your audience, what's the thing they would say, the thing they wouldn't say, and the thing they can't say? So they would say, "Oh, I wish I felt more confident." They wouldn't say, oh, I wish I felt okay having sex with the lights on, right? They might not say that to you, but that's how they feel. Mm. And, you know, what's the thing they absolutely couldn't even bring themselves to say? Because when you speak to those things that they're feeling Mm -hmm. so deeply, but wouldn't ever even put into into expression, that's when you're going to hit the string, the hit the heart string that's like, oh my God, this girl sees me and she, right? Yeah. Let's get into this brain dump it. What, what, what is this woman feeling? What is she experiencing? Think about the couple people who you have worked with or who've attended your workshops or friends or podcast guests who've opened up to you about this. What are they experiencing? What are they feeling? Oh man. I feel like, oh my gosh, so many things. Okay. Sorry. My brain is like thinking, I'm trying to think through everything. I feel like she's feeling, um, like one, one thing that comes to mind is feeling like she can't be sexy if she's a mom, right. Um, there's, a a, like, um, there's shame, there's shame and like wanting to feel sexy. Mm -hmm. There's, um, um, there's stigma around what they were taught about about what a sexy woman is. Mm-hmm. Is that a feeling though? I feel like I'm not explaining how she's feeling. No, it's okay. Like start with just your brain dump. Cause I feel like it'll start. Yeah. It's like, you need to get there, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. She's feeling, um, like she, like she w- not comfortable in her own skin. Like she's feeling like she wants to change things about her body in order to feel beautiful. Like she thinks that once this changes or once I can get to this goal weight, then, you know, I will be, you know, worthy of, of my love for other people's love. She might even be thinking like, oh, I, I couldn't date or no one will ever marry me until I lose 10 pounds or, um, oh, I could never do, I could never wear a bathing suit until I lose the weight until I get rid of the stretch marks. Yes. Like like that, like Mm -hmm. that. Or even like showing, um, showing their face on, on social media, right? Like they don't feel confident. Like they feel like, who am I, who am I, or I'm not pretty enough, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, filters on Instagram, which we could go on and on about that. Um, that's a whole other, whole other conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, I want to make sure I'm being intentional. She, Don't worry about being intentional. I think, I think she also, I'm trying to like understand her, you know? So I'm trying to like, I feel like she, um, maybe is stuck trying to please other people. 
I think that maybe she is um, being, not being her authentic self. Like she's being a version of herself that she feels like she needs to be in order for like society to accept her. Mm, maybe um, like a watered down version of Yes. Her. Do you yes. work with a lot of moms or do you see yourself working with a lot of moms? Um, you know, I definitely see that happening. You know, I, I have a lot of friends who are moms who I've had on the podcast or even have just had conversations with who they immediately resonate with what it is that I talk about. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have, I, I did have somebody say that they think I should like go talk to a mom's group, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really great idea actually, because of, you know, how many women struggle with their bodies and feeling comfortable in their own skin and just their identity as like a, a sexy woman outside of being this mom now after they birth a child, you know? And I think um, you're right. There's a lot of like guilt and shame around like, well, now I'm a mom, so I can't be sexy or like, yes, you know, like look at every post in the comments on every post Chrissy Teigen puts up. Like there yes. is this belief that once you become a mom, like you no longer can be sexy. And if you embrace that sexiness, you're like wrong. And you're yes. like, yeah. And I think part of it too, is like defining what sexy means to you. Like, if you feel like you can't be sexy, like, well then in your mind, what is the definition of sexy? Mm. Is it like a, like a playboy magazine? Is that what you're thinking? Like, like you get to define what makes you feel sexy. It's not just this, this old outdated definition that we've been taught over the years, right? Like it's not a, it's not, shouldn't be a bad word. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you asked me again, how, how she feels. Yeah. I don't know if there was like a specific, so what are, cause I feel like you've given us a good idea. So what are some things that this woman you've just described maybe experiences that are problems that she faced, that she experiences that you could likely help her with that she may not say to you. Right. But that if you were to say to her, she'd be like, oh, oh my God, yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's me, right? You just described me. Yeah. I think like feeling, feeling like she can't wear certain things she wants to wear. Yep. I think a hundred percent, right? Um, Thinking mm-hmm. Like I could never wear that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, even just like having the confidence to ask for what she wants, whether that is like, I mean, that could be, in any realm, right? Like in, that could be in business. That could be, you know, with, with family, with friends, like in a relationship, setting boundaries, like having the confidence to know that she is worthy of asking for what it is that she wants and needs. Yeah. Prioritizing her Mm -hmm. needs. And I see that a lot actually with the women I coach as well is like, it's really hard to ask for what we need in any capacity. Right. I think also like there's definitely negative self-talk happening, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like, oh my God, why did I, I I can't do this. I'm not good enough at this. I'm not smart enough. Or even if it's in the mirror, right. Or thinking like, oh my gosh, like I hate my eyes or like, I hate my butt or I'm so ugly. And all these, all these thoughts that are so easy for us to have toward ourselves um, that it takes work it takes a lot of work to, to erase those negative, um, self-expressions and replace them with positive ones. Yeah. So I think she definitely, she definitely, I think would never admit, like, I'm, I say these things to myself. I wouldn't want to. 
Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And have you, I'm curious, have you experienced that? Sure you have, but like, have you experienced that negative self-talk, those like voices in the mirror and all that stuff? Oh, 100%, you know, and it's something that I have committed to like really hard, I would say in the past, like since the beginning of the year, like made it a commitment, like to actively refuse negative self-talk. So you know, it's, we're all human. We all have insecurities. And when those moments come up of like having something negative about myself enter my mind, whether it's about my abilities, my worthiness, the way I look, like being aware of it and saying like, no. And like, the key is like not being hard on myself about it. Right. Like lovingly being like, okay, no, like you, I understand you feel this way, but like, it's just a thought. It's not a fact. It's not true. Release it and replace it with a positive one, whether it's like, I can do this. Like I have what it takes to do this or like, I am beautifully unique. I don't, you know, I, I am not ugly, you know, like whatever those thoughts are that's happening, but, oh yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a person on this planet who hasn't experienced Mm. this. Right. And, um, you have to be committed to it though. You have to. Yeah. And I think you need to know that the problem's there, you know, it's like awareness. Yeah. Yeah. It's awareness is everything. I say that people all the time, they're like, well, what would you help someone do? I'm like, being aware of it is half of the problem, right? You don't even realize you're doing this and you don't realize that there can be a future without it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that there, that it can exist to not have that happen. Exactly. And I think part of it too, is like just understanding that you're not the only one who this happens to, or feels this way. It's like, you know, I, I just, I literally just had a podcast episode. My podcast episode this week was all about how to call yourself out on your own bullshit. And like, I say like lovingly call yourself out, but like, it's so important to become self-aware if you want to grow. Like if you want to see changes, especially with the relationship you have with yourself, with self-love, with feeling sexy in your own skin, you have to be self-aware enough to recognize patterns when they come up and lovingly call yourself out, out on it and just know that you deserve better than that and then change that behavior, you know? So um, I feel like I'm getting off topic now, what we were talking about, but no. but yeah, I mean, it's, it's still mindset and like mindset is huge. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing that I love about coaching is like, you're really just helping people like adjust their mindset. Like you're working your mindset muscle and yeah, what's cool is like you have the power to do that it's like it's up to you like you are doing that yourself without anybody doing it for you like obviously a coach is there to help support you and like guide you but like just really helping women with their mindset yeah sorry I took us off track (laughs) no you're fine and giving them the tools that they need to reframe this stuff and overcome it and exactly kind of come out on the other side exactly so is there anything else I feel like there is so I'm gonna like change the way I ask that so much as a question yeah. what else what else is this woman feeling right like I'm kind of getting the feeling like the the three things you're helping her with are feeling good in her skin negative self-talk like eliminating that negative self-talk and I don't know I feel uh, like there's more maybe there's four things I have no idea but yeah I think yeah. Like you said, feeling sex, like good in her own skin, like body image for sure. Negative self-talk. Absolutely. Um, 
I mean, I think something else that, that I talk about a lot and that I feel very passionate about and feel like needs to be talked about is breaking out of the boxes we've been put into, which like, I know I kind of touched on before when I said like, you know, she's kind of basically being a watered down version of herself because she feels like she has to for society to accept her, but like really embracing your whole true authentic self and like literally breaking out of those boxes. And that can be really, really hard. Like that can be scary for a lot of people. Um, but I think that that, like, that is something that I want to help women with that I feel like needs to happen when you're doing this kind of work. Cause most of us have gone through a lot of our lives living in some, some sort of box that we felt like we needed to stay in. Mm. Yeah. And I think, especially in the realm you're talking about with moms, moms, especially if you're going to work with them, it's like, I think there's so much in there where it's like, oh, well, it would be selfish for me to even do a program like this when I have kids, right? It would be, it, I would be selfish. And, you know, who am I to be sexy? I'm a mom now. Like I'm mm-hmm. right. They kind of, I feel like so many moms lose their sense of identity and lose that sexy feeling that helping them to be like, okay, you don't need to be in this box. Like you can be a sexy mom. It's so yeah. Cool. yeah, totally, totally anyone. Right. And it's like, even, even I've talked to women who are like lawyers, right. And like, the stigma that comes with like being in a profession like that and and also like embracing the sexual side of being a woman and it's yeah. like helping them realize that you can have your corporate career that you are passionate about and you rock it at and you totally deserve to be this like lawyer killing it but it doesn't mean that you also can't be like a sexy woman in your own right you know yes yes so when we think about all these different women who like, because I don't think you want to be pigeonholed into just moms or just, I don't get well, that. No, and, no. And I think it's also because I'm not a mom. So I don't really understand everything that comes along with it. Just how like, you know, I, I chose to specifically work with women because I am a woman and I understand everything that comes along with being a woman. Right. It's like, not that I don't think I couldn't help a man. I'm sure I could really help a man, you know, when it comes to self-love and confidence and feeling sexy. Right. It's like a human experience, but I don't understand what it's like to be a man. So I feel like I can better serve women since I understand that, that experience. So maybe in the future, if I have kids of my own one day, I might be like, hell yeah, I'm working specifically with moms because I can understand you. Like, I know what you've been through, but is there a gremlin in there that you don't quite know enough? You think to like, I'm getting the sense that there's a gremlin in there that like, you couldn't help those people because you haven't lived there. You don't know enough. It's not that I couldn't help them. Like, I, I do think I could, like, I can help moms, right? Just I know I, you could. I know. That's yeah. what I'm trying to But, but I don't, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to make that my, my specific niche of, like, yeah. I help moms because I feel like, I don't know. It doesn't. Because I don't think I don't you really, want to put yourself in a box like that anyway. Like, no, well, yeah, I'm let's be honest. It. We're talking about boxes. So, yeah. you no, know, I don't. But I do absolutely think I can help a lot of moms. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that is a huge demographic that I can absolutely help. Yeah, that's, that's all I kind of wanted to point out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think you want to put yourself in a box, right? Yeah. And I do think you can help moms. I don't think you need to be a mom to help moms. You're a generator. I help lots of generators. I'm not a generator, right? Yeah. Like, so. True. It is this reminder that like, you don't need to be the thing to be able to help the person. 
Although your life experiences are going to kind of dictate how you work and who you want to help and who you want to work with. But if we think about the mom who's in this position, the lawyer who's in this position, like everybody, the whole umbrella of the woman who feels the way that you just described, regardless of what that woman's like avatar is, right? Mm -hmm. I hate the ideal client avatar. So like we're taking her out of an ideal client avatar, but the woman who feels this way, what are some of the things that she would be super, super embarrassed to say out loud, but would probably be true for her? Hmm. Like, what does she do? Like, put yourself in her position. And I can even think of some examples. Like, does she try on 16 outfits in the morning and hate every single one, how every single one looks? Yeah. And she keeps putting on a different outfit. I hate this one too. I hate this. One. None of these look good on me. I'm so ugly. Yeah. I can't fit in anything, right? Like, what are the little life experience? Because when you speak to that in your marketing, the women are going to be like, I need this program, right? Yeah. Well, and then like, a- oh, go ahead, go ahead. This is something I talk to people a lot about a lot because it's like, if you come on, you're like, I have a program. It's about self-love. Like she doesn't think she needs that. Yeah. But if you come on and you're like, oh, do you put on 18 different outfits and you hate the everything, you know? And is that what spirals yeah. the voices in your head? Like that is relatable. That's really relatable content, Okay. Yeah. Like, like, well, I was going to say how you had mentioned before, like only feels comfortable, you know, having sex with the lights off, like, so stuff like that. I bet that's Um, a huge one. I guarantee you, your audience is going to be like, (gasps) yes, 100%. I think, um, you know, and, and, and I guess I don't, I don't know how much of this she would be like super embarrassed to ever say, but like, she, I also feel like she's not one who would ever raise her hand in a room. Like she would not want the attention on her, like with, with anything, like maybe she's the type of person who like, um, maybe even at her wedding, she didn't like the attention on her. Right. She's so embarrassed that it felt like, Oh, all these eyes on me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Or like, um, man, it's like, I can feel like things approaching my mind. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Cause it's making me really think deep. Yeah. And it doesn't need to all happen to you like today. Right. And you might yeah. listen to this podcast when it launches and be like, right. All these things start coming up. The juice is flowing because when it comes to enrolling people in coaching, like you're not selling coaching. Like, and we talked about this briefly, like, yeah, I mean, you could try to sell coaching, but no one's going to buy it. Right. Because no one thinks they need coaching. You're not like, I'm looking for a coach today. I never thought I needed a freaking coach before I hired one. I never understood the point. Like I am yeah. one. And I remember it's clear as day saying like, why does anyone hire a coach? That makes no sense. Right. Yeah. And now I get it, but it took some time to get there. And what you're speaking to is how you can help them, how you can help them transform. Mm-hmm. I can help you to feel confident having sex with the lights on. I could feel, mm-hmm. help you feel so confident. You would do a boudoir photo shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's things like that. Like I'm going to take you from where you are now to this other place. And so you have to really think like, what is the woman who who's in your position? What, what is she feeling? Mm -hmm. What are those things she would never, ever tell you? Or she might tell you, but get them all out. I'm writing this down. Yeah. And everybody else listening too, like, cause this is applicable to multiple types of businesses. Yeah. Which is good. Cause I, and I know we have this conversation too. Right. And that's, and that's, 
I have no doubt why my group coaching program, when I launched it, wasn't the success in my mind I thought it was going to be, right? Because, you know, I was selling coaching and I was selling like the tools that you would learn. You and I was what? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, I asked you to introduce yourself. I want you to re-listen. When I asked you to introduce yourself, you got into all the how and the why and it became long and it became wordy, right? Because we're so in this world where we're like, that's how we're conditioned to think is like, well, I have to tell them about the stuff I'm providing them with. But in coaching, people don't care about the stuff. They want to know where you're going to get them. How are they going to feel? Mm. What's the transformation that they're going to make? Mm. Yeah, it's good. Like I, I need to really sit down and think about this and exactly how she's feeling. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to take, like, I really need to reflect on my past experiences because I feel like I've, you know, like anyone I've gone, I've gone through life and had these experiences and, and grown through them and gotten to this next stage of who I am that I almost like kind of leave that version in the past and you kind of forget about her a little bit. Right. Yeah. You're like on to the next version. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm going to have to really sit and think like, okay, how did I feel in these moments? How like, did you what feel? got me through? Yeah. yeah. And I think if you come on to like, and you're so great with marketing and showing your face, like none of that's a problem for you. So it's like, if you come on and you're like, this is how I used to feel and using these tools in my program now, I blah, 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 blah. Like even yeah. just like showing their face on online. Like, yeah. Huge one. Like a lot of people don't even have the confidence to put their face on the internet yeah. of themselves. And I think the only reason it's easier for me is because I was an actor for so long. You know what I mean? I've acted yeah. for so much of my life. I'm used to being in front of the camera, right? Yeah. But it's actually I one day I saw good. one of your reels and I was like, she's so good at lip syncing. I was like, she, her reels are so much better than mine. I was like starting to feel bad about myself. And then I was like, no, wait, Abby, legitimately an actress. Like she was a model and an actress and a director. Like she should have better reels than me. <laughs> like I've, 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 yes. Like, like I've been doing it for such a long time. It's like, we all have our skills, right? That come more naturally yeah. to us. But, uh, I literally was, I think I told my mom the story, like the, my whole thought process later that day. Cause I'm like, yeah, she should have, like, it would be weird if her reels weren't better. She's literally an actress. Like, come on now. But it's, it's tough because it's like, I, I didn't even until more recently start showing up online talking about my past experiences. Right. And I did it when I launched my program because I got that feedback from someone like, you know, what what is your why like what what were some some experiences in your life where you struggled with self-love that you had to overcome so it's like I just barely showed up on online showing my face talking about those moments right and it even came to my attention someone uh from a group I'm part of out here that I was telling you about brought to my attention that I don't even have on my website like my story of my why right because I forget that that's you almost get to this point where you're like, it's not about me, you know, cause it's not about me. I'm so focused on like, I like, this is what I can do. I want to help you that it's like, oh wait, but you probably want to hear my story about how I got here and what, how I've struggled with self, with self-love and feeling sexy. So I understand you. Right. Yeah. And like, it's like, really I get it. You yes. get it. And like when they realize, oh my God, this girl really gets it. She gets me. She's been through this. Look at where she is now. Look at what she's doing now. Like yeah. that's what's going to make them want to buy from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So it's good for me to like sit and think about like, what are these things that I experienced during those times in my life 
what was I feeling that I wouldn't want to tell anybody that you wouldn't like, want to, yeah. yeah. And I need to make a list because it's like, I'm going to have to really think about that and go back a ways. Yeah. Which yeah, is and, like, yeah. And the other thing I highly recommend doing since you don't have like existing clients is like reach out to a couple people who would be like an ideal client who maybe fall into that category who you who've had on the podcast or who've come to one of your workshops, right? Someone who would be pretty open with you and get them on a market research call. Be like, I just need your help. I'm trying to think of, you know, I'm trying to get some marketing. I need, I need some ideas and like, whatever you want to tell them and just ask them, ask yeah. them questions and tell them to tell you them as much as they're comfortable sharing with you. Like, even if it's just a friend, like what, what does self-love mean to them? Like how, what is the negative self-talk that they hear in their head? What do they tell themselves and write down their words and use those words, use their words, because oftentimes our words aren't really going to resonate with people because we're those couple of steps ahead, right? Use yeah. the words of the people who are in it. They're in it. They're feeling it. Right. Um, yeah, and market totally. research is a great way to do that because if you send a list out to your email, if you send that out to your email list and just say, Hey, I just need a few people to chat with me quick. I just need some ideas, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee a couple of people are going to be like, yeah, sure. Kelsey, no big deal. Let's hop on a call. And that's going to really help you understand how is this woman feeling? What does she need? Yeah. You might even be shocked by the end of your market research call. The girl might be like, sign me up. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is so great because it's like, I think this is where I need to start to find out exactly how she's feeling and what it is that she feels like she needs before I figure out, before I make decisions on like what my next steps are, because they're not going to be successful unless I am clear on this part. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, and I know you're understanding this piece. It's like, if you come up and you say, oh, I have this program and it's got a weekly module, right. And it's got whatever, like that doesn't mean anything to anyone. But when you say, oh, I can help you to feel less, uh, to stop the negative self-talk and you feel confident the second you put on that first outfit, you don't need to change yeah. it. Right. Like that, that's things that's real, realistic change that people are like, yes, they can like envision themselves in that moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, by the time you're done working with me, you're going to feel so confident. You're going to want to wear a bathing suit to the grocery store, right? <laughs> what is, what is the thing? And whatever that thing is, speak to it and find out if you do market research calls, find out how do they want to feel? Like, how do they want to, mm. because that's going to help you create your programs. What, what do these, you know, what this woman feels like now, but what does she want? What is, yeah. what does she want to be? Yeah, that's so true because it's like, I kind of assume how she wants to feel based on like just my perception of conversations with people, right? Or my own personal experience, but that's not how everyone feels. That's not everyone's experience whatsoever. So, yeah. and in yeah, my that's experience, great. using their words, it resonates with more people than using the words I would use. Even yeah. though the words kind of mean the same thing, it's it's not the same thing because you're not in it, right? Yeah. I actually, um, I'm going to give out one of my secrets. Every week I listen to the podcast. So like next week's podcast, I'll, I'll listen to it. I'm going to sit down. I'll take notes. How is she feeling? What does she talk about? Um, what is the themes we end up talking about? How does she feel at the end? And then I theme all my content for the week around that. So in the beginning of the week, my post will say, are you feeling X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever mm. the words came out of her mouth. Right. And I use the words from my podcast people to really help me understand who it is that I'm helping. And before I did this, 
I used totally different words and it wasn't resonating with people at all because it was words I had projected, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm using their words, like I can tell a big difference. I'm getting more people pressing my polls, more people commenting on my posts. Like it's definitely resonating with people in a different way. Um, I love that. I love that. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Great reminder. And I knew, I kind of knew we were going to end up talking about this because me and you have chatted anyway. Yeah. So I kind of knew what you were struggling with. Yeah. Um, And I, it's not always easy to see this. It's like, you can have the most beautiful marketing in the world, but if people don't understand why they need it or how it doesn't really mean anything. Well, exactly. Cause like I get, you know, I've been getting a lot of, you know, Instagram messages that are like, Oh, like, you're, you've been so inspiring or like, you don't know, like this, this has helped me so much or discovering your pages really helped me and everything that you post about self-love, like, thank you, you know, which is really great. Like, I love that I'm helping people in that way, you know? Um, but yeah, it's like that missing piece of like How to being an inspiration that. and then like having a business where I actually yeah. help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one thing to help them for free on your yeah. content, but like, how do I sell to you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Turn you into a client. And I would start with those people who are DMing you for market research calls. Like any yeah. of those people who have DMed you and said, I have gotten so much out of your content. Yeah. Those are a perfect start for market research calls. Cause they're going to really resonate with this and they'll be able to give you that wording that you're missing. Mm-hmm. Of, like, what is it? It might be things we never even thought about. Right. Yeah. Like you might yeah, I'm sure it's things we haven't thought about. Yeah, right? yeah you're right. Of, of where they're struggling and where, where they feel unsexy, you know? Mm-hmm. I think even saying, does the word sexy make you cringe? We'll have people be yeah. like, oh, yeah, yep, that's me. Yeah. And why? And, and dig into that a little bit deeper. And yep. when, you're, when your marketing comes off that way, I, I think you will get more people who it resonates with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't worry as much about what you're selling them as the transformation that you're doing because that is what they get out of it. And I think that's easier to see once you've taken a few people through a program, like once Mm -hmm. you've worked with someone, a couple of like, for me, that's the spot I'm in now. Now I've worked with a couple of people. I can see the value and I can see what it is that they're getting out of it. And it's a little bit easier for me to speak to it where six months ago I was in the same point as you. And I'm like, no one is clicking on anything. No one is interested. What am I missing? Yeah. Um, and for me, this is what I was missing. I wasn't really speaking to what I could help them do. I was yeah. just like putting it out there and saying like, yeah, well, because you know, you're like, well, I know the value. I know how great this is, but like, yes. Like, how do I help you see it? Yeah. You know, in words that make sense. Right. Yeah. You know? And getting really clear on what that con it's like, and this is why I hate the ideal client avatar. And I talk about this in a lot of the, the episodes of the podcast is it's like people get so stuck in, oh, she's in her thirties. She's a mom, she, but it's like, none of that actually fucking matters. Like what matters is how she feels like yes, 100%. What she's going with what she's struggling with, what the problem is. She could, they could be any ages in any career and struggle with all these things you just talked about. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, instead of pigeonholing yourself into this, like it's, those are really more demographics. It's, yeah. It's not really a niche, right? It's not really like your niche is all of this. And how can you really speak to this? Um, and I find just in general, like I'm looking at the notes I wrote here, like words like, Oh, do you not feel worthy? Like no one's going to resonate with that. Like they probably don't feel worthy, but they're not going to be like, Oh yeah, that's me. But when you hit the stuff, that's like where that comes through, they're going to be like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Totally. I come forward and say, Oh, I don't, I don't feel confident or they might, they might say, I wish I feel more confident, but 
um, when you can kind of get to those deeper things, I think yeah. you're going to really spark. Yeah, them. you're right. You're right. I literally have like this whole list. I can't wait to get to work on this actually. <laughs> I think this is going to be a good technique for you to start, um, just having your stuff resonate more and get that first client. Right. Yeah. And when you start really speaking to that woman, you're going to have women start to reach out to you and be like, yeah, oh, you're describing me. And that's when yeah. you can be like, well, let's get on a call. Let's see if I can help you. Yeah, exactly. And then you can exactly. tell them whatever you want to sell them. I, yeah. I don't know how you want to set it up. And that's up to you. Like yeah. a program structure or single sessions or whatever. Um, and especially in the beginning, like you could just do single sessions to kind of get your feet wet. And mm-hmm. I don't do them anymore. I did in the beginning. Um, the clients get more out of a program than a single session. Because, of course. Yeah. You're committing to more. Yeah. You're committing to more. And you're like, okay, in three months, we're really going to look at this. As a yeah. Program. Like, oh, for this hour. Right. Um, but I did single sessions at the beginning. It was a great way for me to just understand even who my ideal client was yeah. with and how I could help them. So you feeling good about this? I am. Yes. I'm feeling like my brain is kind of all over the place, but it, it's good. It's a good thing. That's why I took notes. Good jumping off point. Yeah. I feel like, uh, like, like I said, because I kind of was at this point of like, well, what's my next step. Right. And I'm thinking of like, making money. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like, okay, well really, really what my next step is, is figuring this out more and really speaking her language and helping her understand how I can help her based on how she's feeling, you know? Yeah. And, and I what, think that that's going to be the key. I think so too. I think once you're speaking her language, they're going to be, they're going to contact you, right? They're yeah. Gonna, it's, it's a no brainer. It's probably like, and I, think about like, I learned this technique from Laura, who was my coach for body mind coaching. And like, I went and looked at some of her market. She's so good at it. Right. Yeah. Um, so look at other people's go look at other coaches, see how they're mm-hmm. structuring that wording. Go look at my stuff. Even almost every post I have says, are you feeling, I just put one out on Tuesday. That was like, Oh, the voices in your head. When you go to take a nap, I think you commented on it. So like use those words, right. Use those voices, that negative self-talk that they'd have in the mirror, write that up in yeah. your captions. Um, and yeah, and go creep on other people and just see how they're implementing it. I have a feeling too, like the second you go to like go for a run or jump in the shower or get in the car, wherever your thought place is, it's all just going to start coming to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, that's the shower. So yeah, I, the shower or driving. Yeah. Yeah. Or the car for a lot of people. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like the next time you do that, you're going to be like, oh, 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 oh yeah. my God, all the things. And it will kind of start to come to you what the thing that you're doing is. Good. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. Thank you. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would have, I'm obviously this is why you do what you do and why we're here on this podcast. I don't know if I would have gotten to this place of understanding that this is what my focus needs to be right now, or I might've gotten there, but like just later, you know what I mean? Which would be a bummer. So yeah. yeah. So thank you. It's, it's, I think people put such a heavy focus on the marketing Mm-hmm. images and making sure what time you post what day you post it's the, this is the messaging right but like yeah. if your messaging isn't resonating with people it doesn't Who matter cares? how well yeah. your marketing is yeah so it's a really important piece and you know I obviously follow you so I kind of have noticed that on my yeah. own and then from us talking I was like I think this is where she's stuck yeah and common very common place yeah for coaches to be stuck in in the early because you're still figuring out like yeah what you do, how to sell and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's so new, you know? Yeah, totally. So I'm glad you feel good about this, but let's chat before we let you off here. Let's chat about your email list. So, you know, you want to start leveraging your email list. 
if you find out anything great, let me know. Cause I'm not great with my email. I send to them, but I just like, I don't feel like I've quite mastered email marketing. I think most of my sales come through Instagram. Okay. Um, so let me know. I'm open to all the advice okay. from anybody, but how can we start getting people on your email list is the first. Yeah. So I have one free offer on my website, which is um, like a little mini find your sexy workbook that takes you through some self-reflection exercises, which I, you know, of course I think is great. I wanted to have that as an offer because I know, you know, sometimes it it's, could be a big decision to like open up and talk about this stuff with someone and to, you know, even get on a phone call with me or hire, hire a coach. Um, so I, I felt like this was a really good first step for someone who maybe wants to do some self-reflection to kind of see where they're at. Um, so that's my one free offer. And I, I feel like, uh, I feel like where I'm at is I almost feel like I need to, I don't really talk about it a lot. First of all, yeah, I was gonna say, do you ever talk? I didn't even, yeah, because I, 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 I got it in the beginning, but yes, you don't yes. talk about it a lot. So I sort of feel like, okay, like, I don't want to be spammy with it. Is it like once a week I bring it up on social and get people to go to it? Like I, you know, I never really talk about it on my podcast. I need to start talking about it on my podcast. I'm thinking maybe it might feel better for me if I can add like one or two other free offers. So I can kind of mix up what I'm talking about. So I don't feel like I'm just talking about the same thing over and over again, like figuring out something else that serves a different purpose. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that's kind of what I, what I need to do almost. Um, I'm getting the sense that this offer, the free, I, free offerings are a great way to build your email list first yeah. of all. But the sense I'm getting with this offer you're talking about is that it doesn't really like excite you. <laughs> it doesn't really oh, get no. your fire going. What's no, I mean, I, I like it. I just, I, I think it's important. I like the offer. I guess it's just like how I tell people about it, right? Like, am I showing up on Instagram once a week being like, Hey, did you know I have a free offer? If you want my, my, you know, mini workbook, go here to, to download my free offer. It just doesn't feel as organic. You know how people do where they're like, I have what's tough. And what I hate about, like, you have such limited characters in your Instagram bio. Tell me about it. Yes. That it's like, I have, I have a link tree and it's like my links, but it's like, I have my my link to my podcast, my link to my website, my link to my freebie. It's like, I don't, I I don't know. It's like, if I say like, here's my free offer, then people might not click on it to get to my podcast. You know what I mean? It's like, so I have like my links. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I, I think that like, maybe yeah, maybe if I just start, cause I like never really talk about it right now. Maybe if I like start by making a commitment of like every Sunday, I don't know, just picking a random day. Like I'm talking about my free offer, right? Yeah. Um, what is on, the offer? Just out of curious. I, I did download it, but what exactly is so it? I think, I think I've changed it since you, since you, cause I think you downloaded it at like the, when I was still getting sexual, like the very yeah. beginning of sure. like even starting to explore having a business. Um, it's basically this mini workbook that brings you through it through a few exercises. So like, I have you define like what, what sexy means to you. Um, we walk through the sexy acronym to, so you can like really just kind of journal out and get, get clear on these different areas, you know, satisfy ego, external opinion, yearn. 
And then um, I have an exercise in there so you can write all the boxes you feel like you've been put into. Mm. And then you, and then you can write down all the words that you feel like you would choose to use to define yourself. Mm. And it just kind of like helps you get clear on like whether or not you've been living authentically to who you are, you know, and getting clear on like what sexy does mean to you. And um, just little exercises like that, that are good for like self-reflection. That's what it is right now. That's my offer that I have right now. I almost feel too, like you could just easily be like all the stuff we just talked about. Do you feel like this? Do you experience this? Mm. A great starting point would be my free workbook. Link bio, right? Yeah. So it's like, you're talking on the thing. They know that they can find you further. Like that's the thing to remember is like, if someone's really following you and they're gobbling up all their content, if they want to work with you, they're going to find a way, right? They're going to go explore all your links or DM you. They're going to, yeah. they're going to find you. So you can kind of just say, oh, blah, blah, blah. If this is really resonating. If you could use help with this, a great place to start would be my first, my free yeah. work. Totally. Uh, something totally. like that. And, and I've also played- Make oh, it organized every week. You talk about it. You just kind of toss it in there casually whenever you talk yeah. about anything else, right? That's true. And I need to, I need to like get better about that because even like, you know, I've, I've uh, been a guest on a couple other podcasts recently and I never once talked about my free, my free download on my website. You know, I talk about all the places you can find me, but I never talked about my free download and it just didn't even occur to me because I wasn't used to talking about it. I think, yeah. I think I just need to get used to, to talking about it. And I did have this idea too, um, for another free offer. I do, I do like mirror work and, um, part of what I do in my coaching and obviously I do it for myself too, is posting like notes on my mirror, like the mirror that you use most often, like things that you like about yourself, things that, you know, of course I use things that you find sexy. So I know, you know, the podcast, like what's a physical trait that is sexy of yours? What's a character trait you think is sexy and post it on your mirror. So part of me was like, well, maybe I can create like card prompts and they can just like print it out and fill in the blank and post it on their mirror. I like that idea. Personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, your other one sounds cool too, but that's just sounds a little like it almost be easier to. It's just something easy that doesn't require as much thought if you're like emotionally not like invested in doing it, you know, like yeah. the workbook. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Cause I think a lot of people download those workbooks and never fill them out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just more interactive, right? And yeah. For you to talk about, cause you can just post pictures of your notes and be like, you want to do your own? Like, yeah. Go do it. Right. Yeah. I was actually planning on making a reel about the notes in the mirror. So maybe I'll post it once I have those made. So it's like, go to download and maybe yeah. I'll make sure I use my own. Okay. See, this is where ideas are coming. Ideas. Yeah. And I feel like before you weren't really thinking about growing your email list, which is why no, you were talking about exactly. it. Exactly. So. It was never on my mind. I, cause I didn't understand the importance of it until I went to go launch a program. And then I was like, oh shit, this is the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I actually, I have gone back and forth on freebie, so I'm not going to say I've mastered this. And if, again, yeah. if you guys figure it out, you let me know. And I, I launched one that got a ton of downloads. I would like wake up to all these people on my email list. It was yeah. so exciting. Um, and then I kind of switched what I was doing and it was no longer relevant. So I switched it. I had this one with videos, but then every person who subscribed would unsubscribe the second I sent a real email. So I was like, you're like, uh, hello. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I haven't, I haven't mastered the freebie and we just redid my website and I ended up just pulling all my freebies for now. Um, because like I had too many and I was like, not sure which one of, I didn't feel fully behind any one of yeah. them. And I feel like the podcast for me has been such like, that's my freebie. This is where people are really understanding yes. me and what I do that's and how I can help. Yes. Like a lot of people have come to me from the pod, like they really understand after. Yes. Life. So I'm like, well, the podcast is, I'd rather promote the podcast right now totally. than get people to my email list. But I do also probably need to also be growing my email list. So yeah, like I said, not a lot of people, my email list isn't that active. Um, so yeah, I probably need to take an email course. That's where I'm at. I was just thinking that the other day. I'm like, I probably need to like learn a little bit about how to leverage my email list yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, I think a freebie is a great place to start. Like I did a PDF one. That one I did well, way back in the beginning. I had a ton of signups on that. I was pretty. Yeah, I feel like I just need to start by like, I'm going to do this card. I'm going to add like these, these printable cards. And then just talk, like now that this is on my mind as like a priority, like you said, kind of just organically talk about it when these things come up, especially if I am able to change my focus to using like this verbiage, speaking to how they're feeling. I think it'll be easier yeah. To bring up these, these free downloads and be like, oh yeah. And if this, if this is really resonating, you could use some help, like try my freebie, you know, start with yeah. my freebie. Totally. Go check it out. Right. And totally. then, and then they're on your email list. So when you do go to send emails, they're there and yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And if they fill out the worksheet and they love it. They're going to contact you for more. You know, people are always going to find a way to work with you. If yeah. They work with you. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, good. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I know how you feeling good I feel um today's been a good day you know focusing like I told you this morning I was brainstorming stuff for for my coaching and it it feels good like I'm ready to like kind of sit down tonight and just start putting some of this into action you know yeah and get that first client signed yeah so once you get that first client it's gonna be like Whoa. yes it'll be for sure like it'll like I already have a lot of momentum, you know, like that fire is burning inside of me. We already know that, Yeah. but it'll be even more. So I feel like when that, when that happens, cause it'll be like real, you know, like yeah. it'll feel real. Yeah. Oh, I totally, how it was for me. And like, once I started working with my first real like program client, like yeah. I had a few like one-on-ones or like just a session here and there with people. But once I got my first program client, like I just was mind blown by the changes she was making. Like in a couple of it's weeks, like she had made these huge life altering changes. She felt totally different. Like it was just so cool. And it made me feel way more excited and like oh, yeah. scared about, like, I knew what I could do and I knew how I could help. And it just, it helped me with the confidence. to just Yeah. It, it really is the best feeling when you, when you see how your coaching helps other people and it's not like you're telling them what to do. Like they're figuring it out for themselves, which is awesome. I know wow. when I went through my, my certification program, I worked with a couple of practice clients as part of my certification. And, um, it was so rewarding. Like one of the girls I worked with was so lost. She had no idea what she wanted to do for her career. And, um, it was kind of more broad. Like I wasn't really doing specific self-love and sexy coaching. Um, at that point, I just kind of wanted to help anyone with any goal. <laughs> um, yeah. and so she really needed help figuring out like what to do with her career. So we did some exercises and stuff and it was awesome. Like we, we had six sessions. So we met for like, yeah, just six weeks. And by the end of it, she had applied to 
like this school to be a dental hygienist. Like she had figured out like, that's what she wants to do. And she's like, so excited now. And like, I helped another girl, um, figuring out like her relationship with money and like really helping her like to do the math and break down how she can kind of take control of some of the debt she had. And, um, it was just such a good feeling, like seeing them reach these goals and they're just like living a happier life because you were just there to like support them through something. I'm like, this is, this is literally the best. Like, this is the best. I was like born to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And like remembering too, that it's allowed to be easy. Like it, it sometimes for us can feel weird to have a job that feels so easy. Like it's like, yeah. oh, this is so easy. And they get this life transfer, you know, and just allowing it to be that way. Like, why not? Yeah, totally. Right. Totally. Oh my gosh. It's the best. I'm so excited to see like what you do with all this and where it goes. Oh, well, you'll be seeing it like literally and I'll update you too. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to be seeing it. And yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode. I'm like, it's like something I I just did my first one last week, but we're like, I'm playing with doing follow-up episodes. Like to kind of see like, okay, well, what came of it? Like, let's yeah. see, let's happen. Well, you I'll know? book my first client and I'll be like, Abby, I booked my first client. When you book that first client, we'll, we'll catch back up. And like, see this is what helped. This is what worked. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm even curious. I'm sure you'll, you'll text me and let me know to just see like what verbiage you even come up with. Yeah. Like, Cause I do think after talking about this today, you're going to start to be like, Oh, 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 and then totally. Yeah. It's like, I'll be thinking about it through a different perspective. Yeah. 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 You want to think about it through their perspective, yeah, right? Like exactly. really getting your clients, really understanding what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what they would say. Exactly. And what they're feeling and thinking right now, not through this transformation. Cause I think I, that's what I've been thinking of is like, this is how you're going to feel after, right? Like this is the yeah. focus, the after the result, as yeah. opposed to like right now. And like, this is like, let's, let's get to work now because you feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. And of course you, you kind of want to speak to how they're going to feel after working with you, Of course, but you're not going to call them in unless you speak to how they're feeling right now. Right. Like, so they won't even kind of come into your field. So Mm -hmm. I would focus a little bit more on that for now. And once you have a strong following of people who are feeling this way, um, and you could always say, I mean, after working with me, you will X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, I actually just, we redid my website and you could go look at it if you want. And I just put this little piece on, which was like, go from these feelings to, oh, these I love feelings. that. And they're all things that I took from my clients and the podcast and all the different people. Um, with kind of those key words that I keep hearing over and over again. And once you work with a handful of people, like once you even market research a handful of people, you'll realize it's a lot of the same stuff that they're dealing with. Oh, yeah. Same words that they would. Oh, use. yeah. And then you know what your big ones are to hit on. Totally. Totally. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad that this is helpful. I'm glad you're feeling good about it. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and all that goodness? Yeah. So my website is findyoursexy.co, C-O, not com, findyoursexy.co. Um, you can find all my info there. And I have a freebie you can download from my website a find your sexy workbook. You can really, um, dive deep into some self-reflection to explore your relationship with your own self-love and sexy. And, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Valletta. And of course my podcast, find your sexy. It's on all the platforms, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find it. And yeah, that's all the places I am. Awesome. 
awesome. Yay. Well, it was awesome having you on today. And of course we will get all of that for the show notes as always. So you guys can yes. listen on it. Um, but yeah, it was great to have you on today, Kelsey. I'm so excited. I was on your podcast, like about this time last year. And it's so cool that we're like, oh my gosh, so wild turning the tables. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. And I just like, love that you started a podcast now. I love seeing all these women I know starting podcasts and yeah, just thanks for having me as your guest. I loved it. Oh, of course. And everyone else, we will see you the next time here on ask Abby. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.